I'm Sean from Offload Rugby Media. I'm Simeon from the TikTok Ref. Guys, I'm Murray, also known as Boss for Rugby HQ. And you're listening to the Rugby Connection Podcast. For the fans, by fans. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of a Rugby Connection Podcast. Gents, how are we? Yeah, not very good, Simeon. Thank you. How are you? I'm grand. It's been a good week. Murray? Yeah, uh, I'm good. Uh, pre-season has officially started. And I'm in the forwards, and I am dying. I messages oh, on I messages on Tuesday because I went to the gym and did a power session, and then did full contact. Then not full contact, but then did preseason. So yeah, that that was sore. I was dead on Wednesday. We <laughs> had the first time of full 15s rugby back in Wales this weekend. I forgot how much I hate it to pair compared to seven. <laughs> uh, More for that later. Yeah. Right. Well, Sean. The MLR, as I've been in, not incorrectly saying it, definitely. How was it this weekend? Yeah, you got it right this time, Simeon. Thank you. I'm delighted with that. Uh, You're very welcome, <laughs> Mr. American himself. <laughs> uh, I'll take that one as well. Uh, so this weekend was the semifinals. Basically, the Eastern Conference semifinal was on yesterday. And then today, the Western Conference uh, final is on. It hasn't happened yet. But in the Eastern Conference, so Atlanta had a one-point win over Rooney, New York, which I'm very sad about. It, yeah, it was, it's 10, it was, the final score was 10-9, so fairly low scoring. 10-9? Yeah, yeah, Rooney were 9-3 um, up with 75 minutes on the clock. So, oh, but, no. Oh, yeah. Heartbreak. Yeah, exactly, that's exactly my thoughts. Um, yeah, no, look, I think that'll do a bit of talk from the Rooney fans over the week, um, or yes over the last 24 hours that you know bit of talk about the referees but obviously we don't go there but um no was it jp doyle or was it someone else uh no i think it might have been someone else i don't think it was jp Um, there's other refs i mean god (laughs) i see what i know in america (laughs) um no but i think um overall most fans have just accepted that we probably weren't as good as we should have been so yeah that was been the eastern conference semi-final and then in the western conference semi-final it's the guiltinis against utah obviously mentioned that last week that's on today uh, as a recording has not happened starts in uh, an hour and a half currently as we're recording so when this episode comes out you will know who is into the final of major league rugby fourth season so yeah that's my mlr update for uh, this week i think it's going to be guiltinis they've been yeah. On phenomenal form all season and I didn't realise Alex Corbusier was the scrum coach yeah really? cool. oh, yeah God. I'll rate that yeah fair play he's been in America the last couple of years he's been doing a lot of stuff for NBC yeah um, so oh that's good oh yeah I have seen that yeah because he, well, he was obviously lying back in 2013 yeah 13 yeah yeah just, just a little bit of news before we go into our next big topic it's, it kind of came out today and I wanted your thoughts on it Quaid Cooper's back in the Australian squad yeah, after really, yeah. being denied Australian citizenship because he's a yeah. New Zealander. Yeah, but he's now in the squad. Apparently, James O'Connor, sadly, is still hurt um, and he needs another backup just to be on the safe side. He, he'll probably not get picked because if in doubt, he'll probably use like Reese Hodge because he's covered everywhere. Reese Hodge, Hodge is a decent 10. Reece yeah, mm. but no, we'll see is it 10. Because he's the twenty-one-year-old who's been on fire last uh, yeah. test season, but um, it's just a head scratcher that Clyde uh, Cooper left on really bad terms when Michael Checker was in charge. He yeah. never officially retired from international. I always liked Quade Cooper growing up. He's got the he's got that lovely step. I think Sticking. everyone. It's one of those plays we all just 
you love to watch, don't you? Yeah, I mean, the second technique was a bit strange, with like almost like <laughs> the arms, full, yeah, like full turn, yeah. yeah. But um, just yeah, I just want to see what you thought. <laughs> the fact yeah. that Dave Rennie's like maybe clutching at straws. So. Maybe. Well, what, what, what age is uh, Quaid Group actually doing? Do you know? He's in his 30s now. I'll say 33, because he's been around for a while. Yeah. He was play- He was started 10 in the 2011 World Cup, so I'll yeah, start 10 it- years ago. So, yeah, he must be getting on a bit now. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a strange one. I'd like to see him. But it's for the Bledisloe. Cup as well. I mean, I don't think you're going to try and roll back the years and play Quade Cooper against the All Blacks. I know it worked yeah. at, the, at that time, but eh, yeah. let's oh, see. Well. Let's see. But um, yeah. sorry, just quickly while we were while you were chatting Australia there, Murray, did you hear that apparently that the Rugby Championship is apparently in danger that because New Zealand shut their borders or something there recently? Yeah, well, well of course, yeah. I mean, I mean, New Zealand and Australia uh, discussed it in an interview that's coming out on Thursday with Harvey. Um, New Zealand and Australia's out with the Rugby League World Cup. They've withdrawn from it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, player, because uh, of welfare and player safety. It, and so what so, they said is they because it's in the United Kingdom. Um, mm. It they believe it is too unsafe because you know obviously how the governments work that are very person case yeah. being run and obviously got such high cases even though very low deaths they say yeah. it's not safe for them to travel out here so Once i mean get... i kind of get it but they, uh, then the national team for new zealand and australia coming out for the union in the same time so i don't get it i don't, I don't know but then yeah it's a strange one but i mean as big for like we're not we obviously don't cover a lot of rugby league or next to none i dabble in it but that's big news because they were like the two frontrunners for the World Cup. So it makes Wales's pool a lot easier, by the way. I don't think it makes Scotland any easier, but hey ho, we'll see. Right. <laughs> and on from inter- international tournament tournaments to international tournaments, the Olympics rugby yes. seven at yes. time of recording starts in three and a half hours. So me and Murray are both getting up at one to watch it, Sean. Are you be getting up at one to start this? Uh, probably not one o'clock, but maybe half two. Uh, Ireland matches are three, so possibly. I was kind of debating whether if I should record it, but then I was looking to record it, and then it was like they're showing the swimming or something. So I'm not sure if they'll be showing the rugby alongside the swimming or whatever. So yeah. I'm like, better get up and watch it live just in case I miss it. So I'll well, see. yeah. Well, GB start their campaign off with Canada in the men's, and I'm not sure they start off with the women's. Who are you starting off with, Sean? South Africa. Nice. <laughs> As a preview, what? men's and women's, who's winning each? And the sevens. Aye, sevens. Oh, uh, I think for the men's, you're going to have to put it smart. It's got to be Fiji. But I'd love to see GB get an R crack out. I mean, they got the silver medal in 2016 in Rio. Um, my heart goes with Fiji, or my head goes with South Africa or New Zealand. But I'm going to go left field, like we discussed that in our interview with Harvey that will be out on Thursday. Um, yeah, I agree with him. USA. I think mm-hmm. Perry Baker, Colin, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll be a sheep. I'll copy. Yeah, we'll go for USA. Sean, how about you? Um, do you mind if I give a quick top five prediction? It's a bit bold. Go for it. Yeah, you five anyway, so yeah, go for I it. Think, I, I do think Fiji, you're probably going to win. It's very likely, obviously. They're just class. 
but I think New Zealand will push them close. So I'm going to go New Zealand for a second. I'm going to, yeah. this is a very bold one and probably a very, very biased prediction, but Ireland for Ireland for France. Yeah, you know what? I'll say, I will say Ireland won't get a medal. That would be nice. Yeah, I think we're very, I think we're very coming in very hot and a big, massive, like underdog kind of dark horse for this, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah I, I went for Ireland three and then GB four. I think GB will be pretty close. And I went for Argentina to. To not okay. yeah, so that means nice. Australia will not get out of their group, I think, or they might get to the quarterfinal, but they get knocked out in the quarterfinals. So that they're they're my predictions. So interesting. I'm, I'm going to be patriotic and then also support Ireland. So I'm going to go GB Canada Ireland because you know what? Let's change it up. Yeah. I, Canada, to be fair, Canada are dark horses in this. Yeah, I mean, as uh, Nathan Hariyama there, he's amazing. Yeah, no, he he was flag bearer. Canada oh, chose a rugby bearer? player for oh, Canada wow. chose a rugby player for flag bearer. It was great. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, for the women, it's going to be New Zealand. Yeah. Let's be honest. New Zealand women are a whole different breed. Not just yeah. in the sevens and the fifteens. Uh, they're unreal. Um, I'd like to see USA do well. Yeah, they seem. I've kind of followed their story to the Olympics, so. I'll, it'd be nice if USA women win the gold. I'd like to see the men win the gold, and then they, they've com- like achieved the uh, complete the sevens. But um, no, I'm going to play it smart for the women. I'll say New Zealand, and I hope yeah. the G- I hope GB ladies do relatively well. And shout out to like Lisa Thompson of Scotland, who's who is there. She is a reserve, but she's out in Tokyo mm-hmm. with the team. So yeah, Sean. Yeah, no, my predictions were kind of similar for the women. Um, I went obviously New Zealand win obviously in in the last year the World Series I think was it one they won five events in a row or something like that I think or something crazy like that they were Some, yeah yeah um and so yeah and then I went I'm just like you I think USA I have them second I went for Australia third Canada fourth and then France fifth I I don't think I think GB are a bit under undercooked but um, yeah I think I, like I think the women is interesting like because obviously there's you know there's some teams that are dark horse well, not dark horses for winning but can cause an upset you know the likes of brazil or spain in mm. it i'm not sure if spain are in it but like they're you know no i don't think so okay but the women is very interesting it's, i think it's probably more open on the women's side i'd say i, I completely yeah. agree with you I, yeah I, I it could be dark horses anyway i mean gb you've got you've got a very experienced squad of gb and a lot of them were their last olympics so if that experience maybe helps them um, mm. maybe will i mean obviously yeah. you've Put out Scotland there for GB for the Welsh side, Jazz Joyce for Lightning. She the is rapid, yeah. Louis, damn it. It's she's ridiculously fast. She's yeah, been, just... been gold. Yeah. But I think I think you're right. New Zealand might do it. I think Canada women's have always been very good in every form of rugby. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see for women's, I'd personally like to see Canada win it. Yeah, mm. that's fair. Just a quick Olympic topic question, just for fun. Apart from rugby sevens, because we're all rugby lads, if you got to be an Olympic athlete, what sport would it be for? Well, I do refing for sevens. You can't ref. <laughs> I'll play sevens then. I'd be you sevens. No, you can't be sevens. It has to be... I can't do sevens. I can't do sevens. All right. I didn't even say make that clear. You can't do sevens. I did make it clear. Was it... <laughs> I'm tone deaf. Yeah, hear what you want to hear. <laughs> I see what I want to see as well on the pitch. That's exactly. why he's referee, Murray. That's, That's why he's referee, referee. exactly. 
Yeah, you cannot be a sevens player or referee. Um, you have to be a competitor at the Olympics. What sport would you be? Uh, and why? 100 metres, because I like I used to do a lot of sprinting, or long-distance cycling, because I'm doing that next week. Because I'm like doing road, for- Like on the road? Yeah, like the road yeah, cycling. Yeah. You know, that's they come doing the big cycle next week. So Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Sean? one of those two. Um, for me, it would be golf. I know, obviously, it's not the most athletic sport, but uh, no, that's like, an Irish response. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you know, golf is kind of a weird one. It's not like a massive sport. I'm not even that big into golf. I play a little bit of it leisurely. I'm very terrible at it, but I'd, I'd like to be good at this. But um, like you know, like, obviously, golf just like rugby sevens only joined the Olympics in 2016, so it's not really a big part of golf either. But obviously, mm. in 2016, a lot of the big players like Rory McIlroy, for one, dropped out of 2016 because of Zika virus. And now, obviously, yeah. this year, there's John Ram. He's the world number one. He's out because he tested positive for COVID. So it's really weird. But yeah, for me, just because, you know, I won't have to. Uh, I think in golf, I think it's fair to say you don't have to stress yourself as much physically. So, you know, I'll go for that. Fair <laughs> <laughs> enough. Oh, Murray, you? Um, I actually discussed this with my parents earlier. I think. As much as I like watching gymnastics, I'm not a gymnast. That's a fact. Um, I've still got an image in my head of you just doing the twirly shit. <laughs> what, with the ribbon? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, if I had to do an Olympics, if I got to do an Olympic sport on the Olympics and it wasn't rugby sevens, it wouldn't have been rugby sevens anyway, I'm not great at sevens, it would be weightlifting. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. I'd... I'd, I'd yeah. the, no, it's not the stress because obviously it's heavy weight, so the stress they're putting their body under is uh, unreal. But I don't know. I, I've, I just sit there like I think if I train properly, I could I could do that. So yeah. I'd, uh, so what we've got: someone who wants to just lift something heavy, someone who wants to whack something, and someone who wants to actually kill himself. <laughs> yeah. So the Olympics then. I, yeah, <laughs> I think for um, obviously it's it's not in the Summer Olympics, but in the Winter Olympics, I'd like to do bobsled. Yes, yes. Ice hockey, ice hockey. I used oh, to do that. I, I, I'm with Sean. I want to do the single skeleton. It looks absolutely insane, and I want yeah. to try it just to say that I've done I it. I don't but... think I've ever tried it, because obviously in Canada, I did a lot of the winter sports, but I don't think I've ever tried that one. Yeah. No, I've seen it. I see it every Winter Olympics, and I'm like, yeah. I really want to try that. And plus, I'm a bit heavier, so and it's downhill, so I can go Momentum. Mm. Yeah. Have, um, have either of you seen uh, the movie Cool Runnings? Yes. Who hasn't yeah. seen Cool Runnings? Yeah, no, sorry. Feel the rhyme. Come on, boys. It's Bob's time. There we go. There's yeah. a terrible action phrase as well. Thank you, you dead man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's the only reason I want to do Bob's It's because of Cool Runnings, all right? If we could pick one of our guests, we could get a Bob's team. Yeah, Jamaica Bob's team. Come on. <laughs> we'll bring Harvey. He's been on. We'll have to Harvey. Yeah, Harvey's there. Yeah. And there we go, Inga. There we go. Whole United Kingdom and Ireland. There we go. I got it right this time. Well, then Sean's got Sean's got the tough choice. Is he Ireland or is he Team GB? Mm. Well, no, because that's that would no, only matter no. if he was Northern Irish. Yeah, I, I don't choose Team GB. Come on, Murray. That would yeah, never no, happen. you can't do that unless you're in Northern Ireland. No, All right, than, cool. that would never happen. That's okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Murray, right. Yes. Before let's do it where we are together for British and Irish Lions. Yay. <laughs> what a game what a we comeback won. we won we yeah. one nil up we actually called it fun, in a weird way it went back to the Olympics the GB won against South Africa in the field hockey 
Oh, both I was, all I spent the whole day was slagging off South Africa. <laughs> I was watching the hockey, just going like, yeah, fuck you, South Africa. <laughs> I spent all Saturday doing that. Yeah, I mean, it was such a great game. Um, very physical, as expected. Cheslin Colby did nothing that game. He was so quiet. Doohan had him wrapped up. Doohan, Van der Merva, the one, and I will keep calling him that for this whole series, the one that got away. Yeah. Let's be let's be honest. If he stuck to, if they kept him in the system, it probably would have been Colby and Van der Merva or <laughs> and Pimpy. Either way, like that's thumbs back three. But it's not. He's he's one of us now. And boy did he have it's like he, he had that point to prove, like you know what I can do. And yeah. But um I noticed something and I hadn't noticed it as much. Until this first test, Faf de Klerk is so fiery and temperamental, it's unreal. Like, I'm all up for, like, I thought it was funny when he, like, pushed against Jake Ball in the World Cup. Well, that's funny, that's cool. But every penalty for a turnover that he's pushing, he's shoving. I think he stood on Ken Owen's chest at one point, and I'm like, Touch Kenny, you die. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And, like, Maro Toji won a turnover, and Faf's trying to rip the ball and push and I'm like Marrow's like two foot taller than you like calm down sit down get a grip literally but you know what credit where credit is due well done Lions I was absolutely buzzing I nearly lost my voice when the when Hog, uh, Stuart Hogg kicked the ball out Um, a few talking points well first, was... firstly on give me your arm out the bet I think I've never had such a good experience watching a game of rugby and it obviously can't be there Caffili Rugby Club after the first and the seconds have just played you're mm. in there everyone is slaughtered yeah. it was, I was sat with another referee which made the game quite interesting on my end <laughs> and everyone was asking us 101 questions but you can't be the atmosphere a proper Welsh pub just yeah. bang it well the third and I'm jumping ahead but the third test uh, it's the same day as the Dundee Sevens for my club and the ones that aren't selected were going through to Dundee to support the boys play, get the drinks for them, go back to the clubhouse and watch the final test. That's just going to be class. But uh, back to the first test, um, how good was Courtney Laws to sure. start off with? Um, now, to be honest, um, there's a lot of this I, I can't count because I didn't get to see the game live, unfortunately. Oh, Sean. So. <laughs> that's, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. It, I, feel, I feel bad that I messaged you like, so no, I feel bad now because you're not. Seen no, it. it's fine. It's I was happy right. that you, you boys could enjoy it. No, but um, uh, obviously there's only so much you can really tell, properly tell from like the highlights because you know, yeah, no, it doesn't show too much. But no, look, fair play lines, like you know. So look, I'll leave I'll leave the breakdown to you guys. I'll let you break it down. But um, no, look, just class win. That's all I have to say. Yeah, um, yeah, Courtney Laws. Was he was, was making uh, carries. He would tackle anything. He was yeah. lying out pretty solid. He was good. He broke through so many times to the point I was like, "Go on, Courtney, <laughs> get it done." I mean, you look at Courtney Laws. You don't really think of him as a ball carrier. He's not the best. No, He's just... not in that squad to be a ball carrier. But no, but now he is. Yeah, fair enough. And we've already touched on Duhan van der Merwe. Unreal. I know he didn't. He didn't score, but the meters he was making. He was, it was a I quiet he, it game. wasn't his world's best performance, no. but he was he was I think he was solid. I just think there is improvement still. Definitely. Like there is always and gonna be. 
people criticizing like as for as defense rate. Going, he, he murdered some South Africans. Go, yeah, go and show me that that from that first test. Where did they go wrong in the defense? He didn't. Unreal. Um, other, I think other some other good players you had in there. Um, obviously, I think I need to mention it. Alan Wynne Jones. Yeah, unreal. I mean, his, his story, this tour, has been unheard and of. Was like, will he be there? Well, he captained the side well. And yep. he might, like, some people went, oh, he's a bit quiet. If you look at the stats thing, he was topping tackles, carries. Yep. yep. Each lineouts he was solid. He was just everywhere. Um, um, speaking as a second row, a second row partner for the game, Maro Toji. I mean, if this is, if, if, if you need a game to show up and show people what you are capable of, a test match, in a line series is what, that game is, and Maro Toji definitely did that. And I know me and you disagreed on it, Simeon, but he definitely deserved man of the match. In my oh, opinion. no, I, I think I'd have taken Courtney Laws, but like I'll come back to Maro in a bit. Like, I, I'm not denying he had a class game, but there were some interesting talking points in Maro, which I'll come yeah. and talk on the graph talk in a bit because it's very much his player. But it was it was just amazing. I thought Ali Price stepped up, he didn't do anything, yep. he didn't do anything amazing, didn't do anything wrong. He just you need just to have a good quick. game, yeah. he was quick and he got off. Biggs played well while he was on, kept that game solid. Yep. Um, just a mention of the players coming off a bit. Obviously, Owen Farrell saw on the penalty to give the Lions just that little bit of an edge, which obviously did come very helpful. Um, obviously, you're going to have a big talking point on this in the ref section. But Is it Mr. Hamish Watson? It is Mr. Hamish Watson. Apart oh, from the yeah. bit you're going to discuss, he played it amazing when he came off that bit. I know... It can't happen because he's out of heart. I said that I wanted to see him bump off Dwan Vermaelen. Obviously, I can't get that. But he shrugged off Ibn Etzebeth. And to me, that's phenomenal. That's class. You're not stopping Hamish Watson. He's unreal. Etzebeth, I've never seen a player tackle so high so many times. Yeah. I mean, he hit Maro in the chin. And I'm like, my God. He did a lot of illegal stuff that game. But we can some, come into that. Some of the tries... Were questionable. We'll come. The, we'll come back. We'll come yeah, to try yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll come to them in um, a minute. But Sir Hogg, phenomenal from the back. Didn't do any. Didn't do anything slipped. wrong. He slipped. He slipped. Did, was it? I'd have liked to see him create a bit more. My only issue with Hogg was that he threw that pass, the mm-hmm. one which they could have scored from if it wasn't for the knock on. Yeah, yeah. There was a few times he just needed to calm down a bit. But, but I, I'm gen- right, and I know, and I think we're going to talk about what we change in a minute. And I'm not taking Hog out, but my own—he uh, played well, but his high ball wasn't there. No, I think he was. He wasn't. He's not the best under under no, the I know high he's, ball. I know he's not, but he's capable enough. That's yeah. I'll go with that. He's he's more than capable under the high I, ball. I don't. I don't. I hate to say it because I don't want to see it, and you're gonna. Murray, just don't comment on this, all right? I'm just going to say it and we're going to move on. Don't be surprised if you see Liam Williams put in the test team for high balls next week. Don't don't be surprised. No, I'm not. I was actually expecting him this week, but I don't... I get why people pick Liam Williams. I, I have said it. If you're comparing the two, he is better under the high ball. I, I will give him that. I, there yeah. you go. There's a first. I'm actually praising Liam Williams for something. <laughs> but no, like, I just... I don't like him. It's not going to change. I can accept. I can accept the fact he's a good player. So, what if in the final test 
and it's like 2020 and South Africa has won the second <sighs> test and Liam uh-huh. Williams scores an interception try dabs down sell- to the post. I'd, I'd celebrate a try. I wouldn't celebrate him scoring. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd celebrate the Lions winning. Yeah. It's like people, like people have asked me like if we ever got to the stage where we're interviewing players and all that and Liam Williams happened to come on the show. Would I slag off? Well, no, I'd still be professional about it. Like, I'm not going to be like, I'm not probably get slapped. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be like, "Hi, welcome to the show." By the way, you're fucking shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, it's, I'm not like that. I'd, I'd be professional about it. I'd ask good questions and kind of, yeah. But I'm just, I just don't like him. It's not. I've explained why multiple times. It's not going to change. Is he a good player? Yes. Do I like him? No. Then it's not. The best yeah. part is I know someone who plays for the Scarlets. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I, I won't disclose names, but I think I might need to try this now. <laughs> just, just the wine barrier. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that Murray doesn't tune into Liam Williams' live stream that he does on Twitch during the week. So. I don't. Somebody asked me this, like, what do you think of him? Like, as like. Personality, I don't know. I've never heard him speak because I don't like him playing, <laughs> so I don't. I don't listen. I'm, yeah, fair uh, enough. Yeah, um, yeah. All joke, all serious, all jokes aside. Um, fair play to the Lions. We needed that win. It's so much easier, and especially in the best of three series, to get that first win because then it's South Africa that need to catch up now. They need to yeah. now win two on the bounce. It, it's tricky to do. It's almost unheard of. Yeah. Usually you win one, you lose one, and then you win again. That's yeah. usually how Lions series tend to go. Yeah. So even the last, see- even the two thousand and nine tour. Sorry to interrupt. There's something. Uh, even the two thousand nine tour, South Africa won two now, the first two. So they they already won the season, but then they lost the last game. So it was still two one. Yeah. yeah. I I get what you mean, but obviously not a perfect performance. We had first half was questionable could be for other reasons could not be um and then some players not completely standing up so changes murray what would you change about uh, the squad this week so i'll just get my notes out to be a bit more professional about it and explain why so most of these players hadn't actually put a foot wrong it's more just a little bit of freshen up some of them i do feel they need to change up because of a poor performance so uh start off i've got josh adams coming on for Anthony Watson. Nothing against Anthony Watson. He played really well. I just think Josh Adams has been on fire this tour. Put him in the tour team. That's all. And Duhan has retained his spot after that first test. Yeah. So, yeah. So, one of them have to go. And unfortunately, it is Anthony Watson. Um, Tom Curry, I felt, had a very quiet game. He was giving away daft penalties. Very unlike Tom Curry. Like he's a, he is a phenomenal player. And... Hardly ever puts a foot wrong, and just this game he was too, putting too much wrong. So, I think for that you're going to have to bring Mullet Mish Legend on himself, Hamish Watson. I know he he has some he did something that we're going to discuss later on, and but apart from that he didn't put a foot wrong, and he has been on he has done really well this whole tour. He barely missed a tackle. He makes meters from standing. I never understand this. Edinburgh, Scotland, Lions. I don't get how you make metres from standing still. It's terrifying. But enough of that. Um, I think Elliot Daly 
did not perform well. I think Robbie Henshaw put his hand up for this first test and basically showed why he was before the tour. He was pretty much like first on the on the team sheet. Let's be honest in the backs. Um, I think Elliot Daly didn't do himself any favours in this, so I think it's time to bring in Chris Harris because he's class on the defence. Him and Henshaw would work really well together. And, yeah, it's just nice to see. Um, last one I've wrote down, it was actually the original plan anyway, but he withdrew late because of injury. I think if he's fit, give Wynne Jones a start. Rory Sutherland, again, has played really well with the minutes he's been given on tour, but he did kind of struggle holding that South African pack yeah. together. I mean, through no, no fault of his own, it is a big, is a big task. Like, everyone knows how strong South African scrums are. And there was a few times you've seen the scrum collapse and it was on Rory's side. And I'm, I'm not blaming him, I'm not pointing fingers at that. It's just it's one of those things. But yeah. I think if Wynne Jones is fully fit, um, yeah, start him and have Sutherland on the bench. I know Michael came off the bench and did really well, but he's still not really performed this whole tour. So, um, yeah, I've done a little bonus. They're, they're my four main picks. The last one, take it or leave it, it's, it makes no difference. Just more of a fresh up, I'd take Jack Conan out. And it's nothing against Jack Conan because he definitely played well and definitely earned that spot. But just change it up a little bit. Maybe put Tulipi Faltau in. Maybe give Sam Simmons a nod either or. I'm not, I've not put it down because I don't want that change to happen. I did think Conan has re- should retain his spot, but I'm saying just in case. Yeah. Fair Sean, enough. Sean, Fair how enough. about you? Um, yeah, it's obviously, it's, it's hard, obviously, not seeing um, the full test. So, obviously, in terms of performance, I... Can't really comment, but to be honest, what you said there, Murray, I pretty much agree with all of them. To be honest, I'd like to see those players coming in. Um, I was going, to, I was thinking that maybe I'd like to see Ty Byrne get a start. He's that kind of player, but obviously he's pretty good off the bench as well. So I was going to yeah. say initially before we started this episode, I was going to say Ty Byrne in for Courtney Laws, but obviously you both informed me that Courtney Laws played pretty well, so maybe not, yes. maybe not so much. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Hamish Watson in, love to see him start. Elliot Elliot probably um you know works well off the bench, um uh, maybe as as we were discussing in the episode that we recorded with Harvey coming out on yeah. Thursday for everyone listening. Uh, yeah. And then Josh Adams, obviously, coming in for um, Anthony Watson. Yeah, so those are the main things. I completely agree with you, Murray, but I'm um, obviously didn't see the game, but yeah. Um, Murray, so, I hate to say it, but I wrote down the same as you. Harris, oh. I think <laughs> we need Harris in for Daly. Just defensively, Daly was mm-hmm. not on par. He was not against South Africa. Daly, yeah. I think Daly should be on the bench, maybe. William Williams did quite well off the bench, and you've got high ball specialists coming in to finish a game. So take or leave it, put one of mm. you either keep the bench the same like that or drop um and put Daly in. Uh yeah. you need if you're not gonna have uh, Liam at fullback, you need a high ball specialist. So you put Josh Adams in for Watson. Watson had a fantastic mm. game, I just think. A few times, Adams maybe would have made better game-changing moments yeah. there. Um, oh, yeah, it's no discredit to Anthony Watson because yeah, he is Anthony absolutely Watson's phenomenal. Class. I just think Adams is, needs to be in there. No, no yeah. discredit at all. Um, um, I bring the mission. I think you need mesh. to put the mission. Um, and then what I would do bench-wise is put Ty Byrne as the back row cover. So keep uh-huh. putting number 20 and then put Ian Henderson or... Adam Beard as second row cover instead. So I move in back one and change that up. Um, 
Yeah, that was right. And I, I keep Conan in. I was very happy with Conan. I keep him yeah. very much yeah. in. Yeah, I just said that was just like a little, maybe just a fresh, like not again, no discredit to Jack Conan. Yeah. But if they were to change it up, I don't be surprised. Yes. But, um, going, I didn't realize you were switching up the bench as well, so I didn't write anything down. But just a look. Oh, one, yeah. So, oh, last thing, I do, Win Jones, I forgot. Yeah, Win Jones will be back yeah, in. Win Jones, yeah, yeah. Um, one change for me on the bench, especially. Again, didn't put a foot wrong in the test when he came on. I'm taking on far out. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. There's a simple reason. Um, I feel Dan Bigger and Owen Farrell are, same, are from the same cloth. They're both very cool, calm and collected. Uh, not t- like temperament-wise, obviously Owen Farrell's yeah. a bit of well, a hot Farrell's temperament is appalling. Yeah. But anyway, I meant like like style-wise, they're very yeah. cool, calm and collected. They'll, slot, they'll kick at goal when needed, which mm. isn't a bad thing. It, obviously, it did work in this test, but I don't think not all the tests are going to be the same. So you're going to have to have Marcus Smith or, I mean, he's back in training now. He's been, he's been given the all clear. He's doing light training. As we speak, Finn Russell. He won't make the test. I hate to say it. He won't make the test at this point. He probably won't, but Warren Gatlin did say if Finn was not fit by the second test, he's going home. And he's now in training. So even the third test... If we win both tests, yeah, maybe put Finn in for the third. But yeah. Well, even... even Still, like we've talked about it last week, especially if you want to catch them off guard, you need a maverick. Yeah, because like, like I like I've just said, like all the t- any game of rugby, it's not the same game twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's fair. That's fair. So that's my only explanation. It's nothing. I'm not bashing on Owen Farrell. He did well. He did the job when he came on. I just think next week's yeah. going to be a totally different ball game. You're going to have to have a bit. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Right. Now, we've only got one game to discuss. And as a disclaimer, before we discuss this game, this is not me referee bashing. It's I was sat of another referee and saw a lot of things in a different way. And it's my opinion. He, the ref and the TMO, who is South African, saw what they saw or didn't see what they didn't see. And so did the ARs. So they did their thing. I'm just going to discuss what I think and what's come out and what Nigel said as well because we love Nigel. Um, oh, just a, but, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Just quite good. That is a big benefit from uh, for everyone watching at home having Nigel Owens as like a special announcer. Yeah, um, talking each point by point by the rest. There's a few really things helpful. I disagreed with Nigel on this week. He didn't say everything perfectly, but he is helpful. Now, how I want to do this tonight is. You guys saw, or you've seen bits of the game, Sean, and where you've seen it. Ask mm-hmm. me what you think of different things, because and then anything you miss out, which I think I need to discuss, I'll do it. But I'll go from quite quickly tonight. But the things you saw in the game, because there was a, there was quite a bit. Um, I'll go. Can I go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. crack on, Sean. Um, I want your what you think on the Willie Larue disallowed try, but obviously I want you to talk on the forward pass. Before, well, not forward pass, but the like, questionable pass. It was, it was, it was a well. forward pass. Right. <laughs> so, right. His hand, so the first, obviously, there's two total points, forward pass offside. So, from the angle we got, which was a pretty good angle, his hands went flat forwardish, and the ball travels. The ball travels ever so slightly forward. It's obviously very hard to see when the pass is literally a meter away to the next person. So that was kind of like, yeah, it is a reason. Um, 
we all called forward in Caffili Rugby Club. <laughs> we all were going to call forward. I, I do think it was forward pass just, which would have then taken out the controversy of the second talking point, the uh, offside. Images came out from Sky Sports today. His foot was in front of a kicker. It was... Um, it was offside. Now, my issue is, though, is the clear and obvious. So when there's a... Um, when the team, when they go on field decision try, you need clear and obvious evidence to disallow the try. Yeah. The forward pass was clear and obvious. So I think that was clear and obvious and that was a forward pass and that should have disallowed the try. Mm. But if you ignore that and that never happened, I'd have given the try... If pretend the forward pass never happened, I'd have given the try because... The offside wasn't clear and obvious. They had to get yeah. screenshots and everything after the game. So, but it was four pass. So in the end, it was the right decision. But it, yeah, you was get that, what I mean yeah. about that one. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, it was the right decision, but it went the wrong way about it. Yeah, yeah, it should have been a, it should have realistically been a um, scrum to the lions, not a penalty. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I've got one, Mish. Uh, yeah, we'll go for that. That's not the one I was going to say. Oh, right. What were you going for? It was more of at the time when the game was live, but after I looked at it, it, it did change my mind. It was the Faf de Clark try. I was told, until they slowed it down and like flipped the camera, I was 100% convinced that bounced off the tight's hands. And when it right, slowed I down, a, I didn't. So. Well, I have an opinion on this. If you it. agree the Louis Reesamet try was a try, I don't. you have to agree that was a try. If you disagree the Zamet try, you disagree with that try. That's yeah, I... You don't pick and choose. They had a no. same incident. Um, I honestly, I couldn't tell you if that was backwards or forwards. <laughs> it was awesome. uh, it, it, and I explained with the Zamet try at the time. Yeah, it literally doesn't state in law if that's a knock on or not. It's the most awkward thing. So yeah, that's just you know what. It's just a fair mess. play. Consistency was held up in world rugby. They oh, said yeah, that was a try. They said that yeah. was a try. If that's consistently what that is now, there we go. Fine. That's not a yeah. Can I, can I just ask on that? Did did Peter Steftertoy did he hit it with his hand or did it just hit off? His... I, I kinda for the YouTube people watching on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, that just make it up, draw a picture in your head. <laughs> so, like, I'll use this as an example, right? So, the ball kind of comes off the tight's hands, like, I'll do it that way. So, like that, yeah. but it kind of bounces oh, back right, away yeah, and it yeah, comes yeah. off yeah. his leg. Okay. So it Which is exactly forward, what happened. It went straight back. Yeah. So, um, but, but my issue, right, I had an issue, though, not with that. I think there was blocking. I thought the player blocked the, um, the player in front of the clerk, whoever was standing up in front of the clerk, looked like he was blocking um, whoever the Lions player was there to make a tackle. That was my issue. I think they would have he would have rolled over anyways, but I just thought it looked a bit blocking to me. I mean, I'm with you whether you said, like, if you didn't agree the Reece Samet try against England, uh, the Liam Williams try. But the, the oh, yeah, the Samet situation, Reece, yeah. 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 The Zamet situation against England, if you didn't agree with that, you're not going to agree with this. And I don't. So, yeah. There we go. I don't, yeah, so that's fair. Um, and obviously now, the mullet himself. Mullet, yeah. So, right. So, we Bly just came so, out. Can I, stuff. Before you start something, um, sorry to interrupt again. 
Sam Warburton got proper pissy about this on commentary. If you heard I it. couldn't hear the commentary. What did so, he say? Obviously, it was a very similar hit to what he did in the World Cup <laughs> when he got red carded. Oh, yes. And he, when the decision came in, he was like, well, you got red carded for that. I'm like, oh, you're so bitter. I was like, just <laughs> calm down. That's 10 years ago, mate. Um, and he was he was just so fickle about it as well. I was like, you're never going to let that slide, are you? No, he's not. But, <laughs> right, so I, I my decision would be yellow card. Picks up the player. I mean, you there's like an image in his feet are literally just, yeah. the room's feet are just flying high. Mm-hmm. Um, and he... He doesn't. He drives him a bit, but it's not much at force. But he goes shoulder. You can't lift a player up above the horizontal. If you do, you've got to put him down safely. He does not put him down safely. What's the mitigation? No head contact. So it's a yellow card. What mm-hmm. has been annoying me is everyone going, oh, it could have been a red. It was never a red. There was no head contact. Full stop. Should have been a yellow. Nigel came out and said it was a yellow. I mean... If that was a yellow, Warburton should have been a penalty because of how the games were ref back then, but we're not going to... I'm going to back yeah. Warburton. But no, um, yeah, it was a yellow card offence. Um, Heyman Schwartzson just got back on and on with it. They were very lucky. I I think after that... Lucky. Yeah, I think after that scare, after the, it was just a penalty, I think Hamish went back to his normal game, didn't really put a foot wrong after that. I think that was just a bit... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, right. My, my one I want to ask you guys about. Okay. The Ams tackle on Elliot Daly in the first minute. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I well, we have we haven't seen many angles. We've barely no. seen an angle of it because, for whatever reason, they haven't shown us it. My opinion, from what I've seen is mm-hmm. he's come from distance, at speed, at yep. force, very mm-hmm. little wrap, and make direct head contact, shoulder to the that's head. A, that's a red. It, we discuss it every week. <laughs> I thought it was a red. And nothing. It didn't even get pinged. Didn't even get checked. Unreal. And then but, there, if, uh, the other side, the other one, which didn't get checked at all, and we didn't even get a replay footage, but you could see it live, was... Someone, one of the Lions players got took out in the air in the first couple mm. minutes. Yeah. And I guess, obviously, I can't... I We have no idea where he landed or how he landed, but it should have at least been a penalty. Um. Yeah, that's fair. Because you can't tackle when they're in the air. Yeah. Um, I, I have another one for you, and it's more just from throughout the game. Yeah. And how you would have dealt with it as a ref. Faf the clerk. Every time there was a turnover or a penalty to the Lions and he was there, he was pushing, he was shoving. Surely that can't... I don't mind... I don't really care if players get a little bit pushing and shoving going. It makes it more entertaining. But, how um, I've dealt with this in the past is I've had games where it's the same two players. It'd be like Any game, be the same players causing all the fights or like mm-hmm. pushing and shoving. Yeah. And if that keeps happening and it starts doing stuff, so say they do it two or three times, I'll come up and go, Captain, bring VC players in. I'll be, see that again. You're having yellows. No more. Or penalty. Mm-hmm. And every time, that's how I'd have dealt with it. And I, I'll quickly talk about, well, Mike, only in one game this week, actually. Um, not many. I've got a lot next week, but only one this week. And back to full 15s rugby, second team. 
not very flowing, very much man management type game and gave two yellows for gobbing off too much. So people watching, my big my advice of the week from Simeon is if you get on the wrong, if you start gobbing, you'll get on the wrong side of a ref, you'll give away loads of penalties and you will get yellow cards. Nerves and bucks. Fair enough. Yeah, I just, I just wondered because genuinely, especially the Maro Toji turnover, I know you did a video on it, like he wasn't really holding his own. Yeah, but then when South African players dove off their feet, so yeah, yeah. But as soon as like the penalty was given, fast, like the referee's right there and fast, proper shoving, trying to rip the ball, and I'm like, Are you just gonna stand there and let that happen? I just go get away, move away, get or march. Oh, you give him ten meters. If he do that, ten more meters back. Yeah, but actually, I was just gonna ask you that. I mean. Because that's one thing I think that I don't see referees doing enough these days, I don't think. Because I remember, you know, maybe five, maybe even probably ten years ago, refs were doing it all the time. You know, players, yeah. if the player was, you know, pushing or shoving after, after the whistle or whatever, marching the back ten metres. And players were very kind of more obedient then. But I, I haven't seen one of them in years, to be honest. That's how long it's been since I've seen a referee do that. This is how world rugby works. They give them a directive and they hyper-focus on it. So you recently the hyper-focus has been head contact and not rolling away. Yeah. And they've been very harsh on those two things. Agree, disagree with how you like it. But I think it's something they need to implement again. I think it was great when they were doing that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it keeps people on their toes more. Don't throw away the ball. Don't push and shove after, con- um, after the penalty's given. Yeah, it can make such a big difference as well. Like, you know, especially when it comes to being a kickable penalty or not, or, you know, you know, whether you're going to put it in the corner, if you can put it on the five meter line or whatever for a penalty kick to touch, whatever, like it can make a big difference and like keep players, you know, as you said, on their toes and more obedient. Exactly, exactly. Right. And, that, and that's my rant done of that game. Oh, um, Sean, what oh. was your question this week? Question this week. So, question most like comment was from uh, Kyle. He probably the record on this podcast for the amount of name drops we've had <laughs> but um yeah so yeah. Kyle's question was he wanted us to name our top 10 current players in rugby um and obviously this was a pretty good question pretty tough question um, mm-hmm. <laughs> tough question to say the least I think but, um, Sean do you want to kick us off then with it yeah so the kind of the way I approached the question was I kind of did um current players but I did kind of mix on terms of form but also a little bit in terms of reputation in terms of how good they were if you get me so uh, yeah. it was tough and there was a lot of good players left out but that's just the, the way it goes uh, so one Dupont two Moonga three Colby four Sammy Radradra five Damian McKenzie six Tyke Furlong seven Peter Steftutoy eight Will Jordan nine Fafta Clerk ten Stuart Hogg they were my 10. And obviously, just to name drop a few who missed out, Itoje, Intimac, Jordy Barrett, Justin Tipperick, Josh Adams. They're honourable mentions, but unfortunately, did not make my top 10. Yeah, that's right. You didn't even mention me. And I'm heartbroken. That's <laughs> twice. You've, that's two weeks in a row you've hurt me. No, I'm kidding. I am joking. Just to, just to clarify that, Sean was joking last week. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Do not give him hate for it. We laughed. We're friends. It's fine. If he was a stranger and said that to me, It'd be a totally different ball game, but we are mates. He's allowed to say that. I'm I'm allowed a free pass. I'm biding my time on it though. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but, yeah, just oh, in all seriousness, it, it was a joke. It was taken as a joke. If you look, if you even listen to the audio or watch the clip, you see me laughing. 
I've got quite a dark sense of humour. I could take it darker, but I'm not taking a show down <laughs> with dark path, so it doesn't matter. So no, but yeah, Sean was taking the piss. I thought it was funny. We all laughed. We all had a joke about it. And yeah, you don't need to give him any more hate or abuse. You made him feel that bad. He actually apologised to me through video, and he didn't need to. I, I, we're all good. So thank you, Murray. There we go. We're, we're all, we're all grounds here. Yeah. I don't, Murray, you're 10. Uh, so, funny enough, mine's actually all actually in relatively good form, luckily enough. Um, one, Richie Mawanga. Two, Damien McKenzie. Three, Stuart Hogg. Four, Hamish Watson. Five, Ardy Savia. Six, Chesson Colby. Seven, Bongi Mbadombe. I just think he's world class as a hooker. Um, Eight, Josh Navidi. Nine, Furlong. Yeah, I really like I really like Navidi and he's never <laughs> put a foot, he's never put a foot wrong for me. Um nine, Tig Furlong and ten, look Kevin Dickey. Honorable mentions for me, uh, Anton DuPont. I think he is phenomenal. I just think I get more joy out of the ten I've watched and mm. uh, I've named. So that's all that is. Anton DuPont is obviously unreal. Roman and Tamak, but he's not Richie Mawanga. That's all that is. Uh, Marcus Smith was close. Sam Simmons has been on fire all year. They're my honourable mentions, but I just think when I started writing these down, they just made so much... Like, like I've said all week, Mawanga is arguably the best player in the world. Mm. Damien McKenzie, one of the best fullbacks in the world, definitely in the Southern Hemisphere. Stuart mm. Hogg, same argument, but in the Northern Hemisphere. Hamish Watson... Six Nations player of the, tur- uh, the tournament, on fire for Edinburgh, great for Scotland, British on our side, like form of his life. There we go, there we go. Savia, yeah, absolute unit for the All Blacks. Colby, he's a hot stepper. Who need like everyone knows what Colby can do. I think Mbadombe probably has a question a lot of people, but I think he's just a standout at hooker. Mm. He never really puts a foot wrong. He keeps his head down, does the job. Yeah, and. Tag for a long, I love him. I love Tag. There we go. Now too there bad. we Tag for a long. Come on, you've got to have something wrong with you if you don't like Tag for a long. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think I did a video the other day, and I got it wasn't like a proper game day photo, but it was like Tag for a long smile, and I was like, who can say no to this face? Like, let's be honest. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it, yeah, Simeon, what's your current top? Well, I'm going to go from ten to one because I'm awkward and want to be right. different. Special. So <laughs> of and, course. And, and, <laughs> Purely, this is like, obviously, like you said, what I've watched, like, I haven't watched so much Southern Hemisphere rugby, so it's mostly Northern Hemisphere players, and it's just what I enjoy, who I like, and yeah. it's good. Like, I'm not just picked a shit player in there. They are, they're all arguably in there. So I've got 10 Marcus Smith, because he's on yeah. form. Yeah. Furlong, Hamish Watson, Stuart Hogg, Sam Whitelock, Josh okay. Adams, Anton DuPont, the Terminator, Alan Jones, <laughs> D-Mac, and... Richie Mwanga. Yeah. And then honourable mentions, obviously, Cheslin Colby. I just think he wasn't in my head because he didn't do well yesterday. Um, yeah. Sia Khaleesi, I had one, just because I love him. Um, yeah, that's Ian right. Henderson, He's a good show. Ian Henderson, I always always back Henderson. Callum Sheedy, just because I want to say his name. Uh, and <laughs> obviously, many, many more players who could be in there. Zamet! Oh, yeah. Zamet! Yeah, like, there's yeah. so many. So many good players. So many good players. Well, I think what have we got t- coming up next week, guys, we've got uh, Olympic. Well, we have 
I think we'll have the Olympic winner by that point. A week. Yeah, yeah we'll have the Olympic winner. Yeah. The second lines. Wednesday. And then MRL final. M L R M L R. Major League Rugby. Yes. Yep, uh, yes. We also have uh, an amazing. We finished filming it tonight. We done. We've been very busy tonight. This, we, as of recording, this is Sunday. For those watching at a later date, obviously the show Are comes we... out on a Tuesday. Um, we have an amazing interview coming out with TikTok sensation Harvey Allen. Great chat. He just flowed well, clicked so well with us. Mm. Yeah, great lad. He was around. absolutely fantastic to have him on, and that will be out on. Thursday. Yes. So um, from all of us, thank you very much for coming and listening. And hope to see you next week and on Thursday. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Don't, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Spotify, share the episode where you can, put it on your social media, put it on your Instagram if you've got Instagram. Stick on your Snapchat, get the word out there. Um like all of our pages on TikTok. I am at Blissful Rugby HQ. Simeon is at the TikTok ref. Like he needs any introduction, he's practically famous now. <laughs> um, and Sean is at Offwood Rugby Media. We also have, am I right there? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, give us a follow on that. Drop us messages. We like we quite the interact with all our followers really. I talk to anyone who messages me. Get yeah. I'm always up for a chat. I'm always up for a heat debate. No hate this week, though, guys. That's a positive. I didn't get any abuse this week. That's good. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> People actually agreed with me for a change, so there you go. Um, yeah, so just give us follows and likes on all platforms that we're on, and yeah, just get our word out of there. Brilliant. Well, see you all next week. Yeah. See you later. It's long before.